Hello, I am Chris from the Geek Peak Podcast, and I am very excited to introduce my two friends here, Miles. Hello, I'm Miles from the Distump Podcast. And Josh. Hi, I'm Josh from the Four Nerds by Nerds Podcast. We are very, very excited to be doing a brand new podcast together. We are joining forces, and we are going to be reviewing horror movies. It is called High on Horror. That's going to be our podcast where we talk all about horror movies. We're going to review them, and we're even going to have some audience participation. I hope you guys are excited. The show will debut on the first day of fall, September 22nd, so be on the lookout for that. Until then, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, at HonHPod, where we'll be pumping out quality content all the time. And remember, life is tough, so why not take a break and get high on horror? Welcome to the Distump Podcast. This is the show where we watch movies, play games, or listen to music in an effort to decide, are we going to keep the disc or are we going to dump it? Z-November continues. Mm. We're probably in Z-December now. <laughs> and uh, that's fine. There's just too many to do in one there's month. Still, there's xenophobia all year long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. I wonder if there's some kind of commentary there. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Keep them out somehow. <laughs> you know, there's monsters on the other side of this place. Um, so I'm with Matt and Matt from the Kickstarter Matt and Matt. In case you can't tell. We're back. Hello again. <laughs> Today we're talking about Alien Resurrection. Yes, we are. Um, general thoughts. What did you guys think? Matt, go ahead. Uh, I'll, say, I'll say it's fun. It's a fun movie in, in and of itself. It has... But this is a movie that does not want to explore the depth of characters. It wants to be... It's kind of like a living comic book, in my opinion. It's It wants to be more... Everyone's a caricature. They're, they're fucking heavy-handed, just goofy. These these misfit mercenary crew and, yeah. like, the, the mustache-twirling scientists of evil. <laughs> all this kind of shit. It, it, it feels like... And I, as I told uh, Miles a little bit earlier before we were recording, like, I feel like this is a a fun science fiction movie that doesn't belong under the alien umbrella. Yeah. Like if, if alien was, was completely separated from it, I think it would be an interesting film. Sure. I am happy that Sigourney Weaver is not the only woman in this film. <laughs> that's, that's my primary commentary. Uh, I have some more commentary later on, but um, yeah, I, I, I definitely enjoyed out of the, the later movies uh, or I suppose between uh, cubed and this one. <laughs> I'll take this one any day. I'll put yeah. it that way. Oh yeah, but like comparing the two, yeah, I would most certainly watch this. In fact, I I watched this movie like a few months ago when it came on TV, and mm. I just sort of watched all of it because mm. I was like, hmm, was this movie as bad as I thought it was, or what did I remember from this film? And then I watched the whole thing, and I was like. Mm. it's not not quite great all right (laughs) the reason it feels like a comic book is because it was written by mr joss whedon 
Well, that'll do it. This was written by Joss Whedon? It was written by Joss Whedon. Oh, my God. Alone. One man wrote this All movie. by himself. Yeah. Wow. Well, he must have been... Uh, he's best known for writing Toy Story. Yeah. So... <laughs> you got a friend in me. <laughs> kill me. Kill me. <laughs> You got troubles. I got them too. I hope you kill me now. (laughs) That is something we didn't bring up in the last episode was the kill me scene that happens after everyone. uh, Ripley was like, kill me. Yeah. And it didn't end up happening. Right. But uh, this movie continues that trend. So, yeah, Joss Whedon wrote this and I was like, holy shit. Uh, He's actually best known for writing the Avengers for all of my not comic book nerd listeners. He he didn't have his muse, uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't quite as good. And also, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yeah, he's yep. he's he's super prolific. He, he, yeah. Yes, he very he very much is. And I mean, he does. He's kind of in between being just genius and brilliant, and then kind of being like a little either too restricted. I feel like this in this instance, it was he was too restricted. Whereas Buffy the Vampire Slayer, there's all this like there's room for all these arcs. Mm-hmm. Avengers, I think he he kind of hit the right story beats and everything. You know, he had a good sensibility of like pop culture. That's like his strong suit. But he also wrote the Justice League rewrite. Mm-hmm. Like, he took over. He, he um, fucked that right up. And he <laughs> fucked it all over the place. And he just, blah, just, just, just barfed all over it. Yes, Aquaman sitting on the, the lasso of truth. Like, I love you guys. Like, yeah. shut up, Joss Whedon. You're not Aquaman. <laughs> You're not Jason Momoa. You weren't born of a fish monster. You don't rule the sea. You rule the CW. Right, right. Stay over there. <laughs> I love it. Joss Whedon, you don't own the sea. That is definitely going to be a t-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, I have merch now, everybody. Uh, Discdump.threadless.com. You can get all of your shirts. You get the, the that one. You get there that you shirt. There you are. <laughs> Go buy this stuff. I'm there telling you, are. people. Yeah, That's it's it. very exciting. Um, so uh, this is actually the first alien movie I saw when I was a kid. Really? Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, there's a scene where an alien dives into an escape pod and kills people and blood just fucking flies. Yeah. And when I was a kid, I was like, oh. <laughs> this is some serious shit. <laughs> this movie is disgusting. It really it's, is. It's juicy. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's juicy. Yeah. Oof. This is like this is like you gave a this is like you left a pie on the windowsill and a whole family of raccoons got to it. I don't, I don't think that this much lube has been used in the entire history of pornography. <laughs> oh man, HR Giger was so drippy in the oh, first one. Yeah. <laughs> man he loved that <laughs> yes. sl- slime and slippery lube yeah oh my Ugh. god so um opens with the guy who plays chucky mm-hmm. uh, he's yeah there. oh he's, um, and great Brad. casting by the way in this film yeah. great casting all kind of gone to hell but <laughs> like you got you got fucking brad duraf in the beginning here of course, you have Sigourney Weaver coming back for a paycheck. She knows. Oh, yeah. It's money time. Time to cash in. <laughs> Winona Ryder. You got Ron Perlman. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got that one guy with the dreadlocks. I'm not, he's not. He's not. <laughs> dreadlock guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his name, but he's, he's kind of one Christy, of the I think it is. Yeah. Christy. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. in the movie. You mean. Yeah, in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't know his, the actor's his name. His real name is uh, Gary Dorden. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary. <laughs> Well, he looked down like he had it written. <laughs> uh, I called him the MVP the whole movie. That's like it. everywhere in my yeah. notes, it's, he's the MVP. He rules. He's the best character. He's fucking awesome. He is also Chewbacca in this film. 
<laughs> he, gets, he grabs a bunch of Lance Hedricks in parts. <laughs> Got him carried on his back, but he does carry it. Yes, he is. He literally yeah. not yeah. only carries the film, he carries characters in the exactly film. Exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Chucky is performing a C-section on Ripley, who mm. last we saw she d- like dissolved in lava, yep. and he removes a xenomorph from her chest. Yeah. And uh, it turns out she's number eight. Mm-hmm. Which you get from a, a pretty blatant tattoo on her arms. Right. Like, in case you forget, this one's number eight. The only one walking around and talking. The number one that eight. looks like infinity, but right side up. Yes. Like, this is the one that lasts forever. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. Do you want me to hit you on the nose anymore <laughs> than that? Because I'll do it some more. Are you get the... I'm Chucky. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anyone's twirly mustache in this movie, it's that fucking Oh, guy. yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. For real. And with his, his metal scrunch. <laughs> I like my ponytail to go straight back. <laughs> um, so she's number eight, and the doc is examining her, and we determine that she has super strength and she heals super fast. So yeah. Joss Whedon's superhero time is now. Yeah, Avengers. Assemble! Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write the most successful box office smash of all time! <laughs> um, so, she tries to kill the doc, and then they try and teach her English, and she seems to... <laughs> it's, it's a, As you do. It's a strange assortment of things to happen in a weird order. I went on a safari one time, the lion attacked the jeep, and then we tried to teach her English. <laughs> if only they knew the language of white people... They might be more docile. Lee Lou Dallas multi-pass. <laughs> and then uh, I have a big exclamation point. Is that the guy from The Blob in The Walking Dead? And as a matter of fact, it is. Um, man, that's a good movie, The Blob. You guys ever see The Blob? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, good <laughs> Wait, who, who, who is? Uh, he's, the, he's the sheriff in The Blob, and he's Dale in The oh, Walking yeah. Dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. And um, he is the general in this movie. That's right, yeah, he general is. Perez, yeah. Ah, my God, it's been that's such a, a huge gap in between. And he brought his mink scarf shoulder hair. Along. <laughs> I wrote that. I was like, "Holy shit, this dude is fucking hairy!" <laughs> Oh my god. He wakes up and it's like his shoulder hair has <laughs> knots in it. Like yes. he's, he's he got a brush. I thought I was gonna get to be chewy. <laughs> I wanna carry the disabled guy. So uh that guy is the general Je- Jeffrey he- Demune. He's he's a yeah. frequent collaborator with Frank Darabont. Why he was in uh I think he's in Shawshank. Mm-hmm. He's in The Walking Dead. And he's in the mist. He's in. He's in a whole bunch of. Darabont yeah, I really films. like that actor. I've he's never great. had a problem with his acting. Yeah, he's fantastic. He always has, he has that sort of stink eye. That sort of like disbelief yeah. look he puts on it's his face. It's those eyebrows. Yeah, the one. The one that yeah, goes the, up. It is and the it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's got shag carpets on yeah. it. He's, he's, he's like coming after uh, Eugene Levy. That's it. Yep. <laughs> in this movie, they're so long. I feel like he could like catch a spaceship out of there. He could. Yeah, he's filtering <laughs> space dust and all the air right through there. These are filters, so I can see in space. It's dusty up here. That's what they don't tell you. <laughs> in space, no one can hear you scream, and, you, and it doesn't matter because you can't fucking breathe. Okay? I got allergies up here. I'm allergic to this shit. Meteorites and shit. So he learns that <laughs> I have regular eyebrows till I got up here. <laughs> <laughs> 
he learns that uh, fake Ripley number eight has memories of Ripley, and he's like, "Let's fucking kill her right now!" Yeah. And they're like, "Why? She's real expensive." And he's like, "I don't give a fuck. Yeah, kill this bitch because she wants to kill the aliens." Mm-hmm. And- yeah, this takes this almost takes like the perspective of that the company is winning and that. You know, it, Ripley is a is an enemy of their interests yeah. in the sense mm-hmm. that like she is kind of the virtuous uh, character who will take over, who will just defeat the aliens because they're evil or because they're well, they're just monstrous. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like yeah. this is no longer Wayland Dutani. Right. This is a, the government. Right. <laughs> yeah. This, the government is now absorbed as they tend to do. The, yes. Every other space government. Um, and then they they reveal that uh, what they remove from her is a queen alien. No bueno. Mm-hmm. Bad news bears. Mm-hmm. And uh, Ripley remembers. Ripley is just like sitting down. A, a minute ago, she's like, hand. No, that's a glove. And then she sits down. She's like, you have a queen alien on your hands. Yeah. And this is a serious situation. It's like, a minute ago, you didn't know hand and glove. <laughs> he holds up a fork and she goes, fuck. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> yep, you got it. <laughs> yeah. So she just suddenly gains sentience. We are. And um, then we get the Betty comes in. Yep. And it's a bunch of badasses featuring Ron Perlman. I thought it was led by Ron Perlman, but this is my introduction of him as a human being. This is the first time oh, I saw Ron okay. Perlman. Really? For a long time, it was like, oh, it's that guy from Alien Resurrection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't tell Ron Perlman that. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he has amazing grammar in this movie. Like, if you pay yeah. attention to his writing, he's uh, he says, "I'm not the one with whom to, to fuck. fuck." Exactly right. <laughs> Absolutely. That's it. I've never, got it. Never end a sentence in a preposition. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Joss Whedon is over there, just like just this, this bed sheets are just yeah. bouncing up and down. All over the place. As every time he watches Ron Perlman just deliver that line, <laughs> yes. I love grammar. <laughs> I am an educated writer. <laughs> Uh, I love his little wittiness, though, but at the same time, he's, he's kind of not the best writer in the I like the joke that said that there was a standing crew of six. Yeah. <laughs> right. there were seven of those no guys on the, in a wheelchair. Um, what was his name? I have his name written down. His name was... That's... Uh, uh, Reese. Yeah, that's it. Reese. Not yeah. Reese. Vries. There are a couple names in this movie that it's like, let's just put one of those, like, uh, those letters of the alphabet that everyone hates. In there. Just put it in the beginning. We got that bingo basket still. Let's spin that thing yep. around. <laughs> this guy's name is Kyler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is all 19. This is all like 2020, 2020 moms who named all the Yes, exactly. This film. Yeah, they yes, and got it all from Alien Resurrection. Raiden. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so there's a, a crew that comes in, badasses. And uh, later we find out, which I thought that they brought eggs to this place. They didn't. They brought. They they pirated another spaceship yep. and brought the crew to done get infected. Mm-hmm. So the general paid these space pirates to go and kidnap people and sacrifice them. And uh, they come on the ship and they're like, there are no guns allowed on here. And they're like, oh no, this is just a thermos. Mm-hmm. It's not a grenade launcher. It's just a thermos. <laughs> and everybody's packing heat when they come in, but it's all like secret, secret guns. Yeah. Um, so then the one dude, fuck it, the dreadlocks dude, he like just whips out like some of these 
fucking taxi drivers just like yeah. these, these Will Smith the Wild Wild guns. West guns yeah, <laughs> like, and my reference is Assassin's Creed so that yeah. Works, yeah. Too. that works that's yeah. it As it's all been I believe I don't know if it uh, the first time I ever saw anything like this was in Taxi Driver mm-hmm. and how fucking the insane Robert De Niro when he's on the like edge of his sanity right. is, is disassembling his, his uh, cabinet drawers yeah. so he can use these the rail yeah. systems in his jacket so he can slide a gun up to his hand from his fucking elbow yeah. it's fucking <laughs> awesome <laughs> i've never seen taxi driver you've never seen it oh Ooh, my god yeah, it's, Ooh, it's on the remedy list. that yes yeah. I, that's on the list officially now i definitely need to watch it yeah oh my god i'm sorry i spoiled that then it's <laughs> such a great moment because you're like this guy's lost his fucking mind <laughs> and he's also inventing cool shit to like just fuck people up Holy crap. Yeah, I want to see it. It looks good. Um, it's from like the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1976, I believe. Yep. So yep. this guy's using 1970s technology. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the year 3094. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been 200 years 200. since the last movie. Yeah. God, which and is we, a we lot started of the journey in like the year 2070 something, mm-hmm. I think, it, mm-hmm. that Alien take, takes place. So where are we at now? Fuck. Uh, I think we're up to three thousand. We're we're definitely past cubed. I can tell you that. We much. are. Yeah. <laughs> take, take the original number, cube it, and, go, right. and add one. And I was kind of hoping that you would have a little more insight on it as the Blade Runner aficionado, uh-huh. because this is two hundred years after that, and they're like, "Man, Earth is fucked." Yeah. Is that a Blade Runner thing that Earth is kind fucked? of? It kind of is because <clears throat> in the year twenty nineteen, in fact, in Blade Runner, um, that's when it takes place in like the f- November of twenty nineteen. Uh, it's a fateful month, isn't it? <laughs> it, is, it is a that, that is a, uh, a hallmark, a touchstone month. So essentially, that's the you know the year and month in which Harrison Ford is tasked with killing a bunch of re, re, uh, stray uh, renegade replicants, mm-hmm. and Earth is a piece of shit because the Blade Runner world. If you've seen like Akira, have you seen that movie? I've not. I Akira. didn't know that takes place in the same universe either. Well, actually, it doesn't take. It's it borrows a lot of the uh, the visual aesthetic of Blade Runner. Blade Runner is the the uh, the aesthetic and the way that it looks and and that retro future kind of thing that 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 dark rainy noir like old buildings just fitted with a bunch of extra bullshit analog crap and mm-hmm. and um you know fluorescent lights everywhere. That's all like kind of uh, been adopted into like all the various. Uh, science fiction since then since 1982 or whenever that was uh, released but actually alien predates that because the alien technology and some of like the stuff going on in alien is present in blade runner because the set designer was the same so yeah earth pretty much is like a piece of shit if you see blade runner 2049 which i would highly recommend that you see both of those Mm -hmm. um the earth is even (laughs) in more disarray yeah, uh, in fact, two hundred years fucking later. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All animals are gone. Like there oh, is, shit. there are no more animals because the earth is so polluted and like garbage. I mean, they're making like replicant people in order to to use as slave labor, and mm-hmm. it's it sucks. Like yeah. the world sucks, and like Earth is in this particular movie. I remember like there's even a line. I think Ron Perlman is like earth what a shithole yeah <laughs> really yeah because their, their ship of, well we'll get there yeah um, so interesting okay so yeah we're, we're in blade runner earth and it ain't great yeah um, yeah so uh they're all packing heat there are then they they show us there are eight eggs 
and they're the crew that they brought are being intentionally infected with those eight eggs, which they later say there were twelve, but on screen you only see eight. Right. Yeah. So whatever, that's fine. Sure. Math is not the strong suit. Yeah, yeah. Serious. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three is all we need. Remember, we established yeah. this last episode. Yeah. <laughs> Give it. That's it. <laughs> so um, then we get the basketball scene, which is one of my favorite scenes Great. in this movie. Uh, Ron Perlman's like, "Do you want the D?" And she's like, "I play basketball." <laughs> John Carpenter's yeah. over there. Jesus, his his bed sheets are flopping, flipping, and flopping all night. And he's like, "I'm gonna do a I'm gonna do a sequel to the Escape from New York, and it's gonna be a basketball." <laughs> I'll make Kurt Russell play basketball for his life. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> we're not we're not dumping on that one. Yeah, we'll get to that one at some point. <laughs> sure. um, so uh, Rip, Ripley's real good at basketball. Yeah. And Ron Perlman's like, can we play basketball too? And she just fucks him up yeah. for no reason. Yeah. She beats the shit out of him, yeah. And uh, so she has super strength, so they're doing like flying against walls and shit when she yeah. kicks them. Um, and then I wrote, uh, Captain's wife has a great ass or captain's girlfriend has a great ass there's they just show us her butt for a minute and it's fucking awesome now this is the point at which i would like to interject because this is precisely (laughs) what i was about to talk about that's what i was mentioning at the beginning it's minute 20 this is all my notes it's just a scene by scene breakdown (laughs) frame by frame uh yeah minute 24 if you want to jump ahead i'll tell you thong body suits or beautiful that's the only redeeming feature of the future as far as i'm concerned oh my god it was uh, like i'm not an ass man but made me sweat for a second it's uh it's it's pretty good (laughs) it's it's pretty great i was a fan and then i feel like we don't really she doesn't have any lines in this whole movie nope you just see him massage her feet and you see her like well but she's she's moaning first and so if you have and if you've had any film watching experience you're like they're not doing what you think they're doing yep so then you're like this is gonna be dumb and then you get that little bit of gold plating there and then Good stuff. It was real good stuff. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, they reveal that the aliens have burst through the people's chests and grown extremely quickly. But I guess they do. That's yeah. just kind of their thing. And there are uh, three of them. Why three? I don't know. If there's 12, they have three of them in a cage. And um, uh, Chucky teaches them that the red button is bad because yep. it shoots them with like real cold air, I guess. <laughs> real cold air. And that was when I was like, finally, we're back to practical effects. Right. Like, fuck yeah. yeah. Like, that that is a, a redeeming feature of this particular film. It's like this is all practical, mm-hmm. and it's all and is you know like Matt said, it's a little gooey. It's real <laughs> gooey. It's pretty gooey. So these aliens are smart as shit. Is basically what they are revealing in this scene. Um, and they feel the red button, and then we got Winona Ryder who's like. Ripley's on the ship? Fuck yeah, I'm going to kill Ripley. <laughs> and so Winona Ryder goes in to try and kill Ripley and she's like, oh, the alien already hatched. And Ripley's like, you're not going to kill me? And she's like, no. How about you stab my hand instead? Why? I guess to reveal that Ripley now has uh, alien blood. I'll be fine, yeah. Yep. Have she- you seen my son? <laughs> <laughs> Is it in the upside down? <laughs> You got um, any Christmas lights? <laughs> um, so, Are you Johnny Depp? <laughs> Johnny Depp? <laughs> oh, yeah. Edward Scissorhands. Oh, uh, yeah. I guess she the, is in that one. Right, 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 right. Her and Tim Burton are both, I think, that's, I think, I think they need to be in an insane song. <laughs> I don't know where they get their sunscreen, but oh. they lather it on every Ooh. day. As they bathe in it. Yeah. <laughs> they have great skin. Um, so they... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, because Winona Ryder does not kill her, Winona Ryder steps out of the cell 
and uh, the military ain't happy that yeah. she just tried to kill Ripley. So they uh, they take all the pirates and who are still playing basketball. Yeah, well, you gotta you gotta finish the game. We don't have any halfway through. Stuff. They <laughs> yeah. took our guns, so they, they're not even playing. They're just standing in the basketball court, <laughs> and the military comes and they're like, "We will shoot your asses," and they're like, "Give it a shot. Let's see. Here comes my thermos gun. Get ready." And uh, there's a pretty cool shootout that happens. Yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah, of that. that's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. they just fucking everybody. Just <laughs> pirates yeah. take out the military. Yep. The pirates are completely fine. <laughs> Um, and then during that scene, two aliens turn on the weakest alien and kill that alien. And I was like, okay, this is the moment of redemption. This is officially a better movie than number three. Yeah. Cubed. Uh, yep. No, no yep. doubt. And yep. that's actually like one of the more interesting things that happens is like they kill this, they all, they team up and I believe it's three of them, right? They, mm-hmm. The two of them kill this other alien because they know that it has acidic blood and it's going to melt through the floor so they can get the fuck out. Yep. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you. You're not going to control our lives. Fuck you, I won't do what you tell me. <laughs> <That's right, yeah. laughs> and uh, they use the blood of the other one to melt out of the cell. Of course, we're, we're completely bypassing the fact that, that apparently they can spit the acid and they could just get out that way, but... Yeah, right, they just bite their dick tongs. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, all they got to do. <laughs> I mean, you know, but no, they, I, think, I think it's just that, that guy owed him some money. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, you never paid me back for that concert. <laughs> oh, God, no! He's like, I swear, I'm going to pay you back. <laughs> a bunch of lone shark aliens. <laughs> um, this seems like a good point for us to take a brief break, and we will be right back. Hello there, fans. How are you? I've missed you so. Uh, thank you for listening to Xenovember, our uh, Xenomorph November, all of the Alien franchise. And it turns out there's so many that it's going to be Xenosember now. So thank you for listening and uh, riding the year out with us. We're going to end on a high note of the Alien franchise. These are proving to be very popular episodes, and I'm so glad you're listening. Thank you so much. Uh, If you haven't checked out the Kickstart with Matt and Matt, you will enjoy it if you've enjoyed these episodes. They're really cool dudes, and uh, you should also check out some of my other shows. Um, I'm going to get back into doing Toast of the Realm soon with some more one-offs. I'm abandoning the long-form format, and we're just going to do a bunch of fun one-offs. I am also a co-host of the High on Horror podcast, which you can check out anywhere you find your podcasts. We are doing super well with that, and it is going really, really well, and I think you would enjoy it if you enjoy this show. And, uh, oh, I have merch now, uh, discdump.threadless.com. You can find a bunch of Disc Dump and Toast of the Realms merch, and I'm going to be making a few shirts based on these episodes. For instance, Chaos and Milk. I feel like that one's going to go well, and I have one that's Joss Whedon, You Don't Rule the Sea. So, uh, check those out here whenever you, uh, feel like getting some merch for your loved ones. It's Christmas time, so let's do it. Alrighty, uh, thank you all for listening, and And, uh, let's resume. Welcome back, audience. Uh, had to tinkle. And here we are. 
Um, so something that we uh, glossed over that I didn't mention is that Brees Wheelchair Man. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he and Ron Perlman have worked together before. They were in a movie called The City of Lost Children. You guys have not seen this movie? No. I have not seen this movie. They both speak fluent French in this movie. What? Yeah. Well, Ron, Ron, Ron Perlman Perlman's is a, a little on the, the shaky side yeah. of fluent. <laughs> fluent is a strong word for Ron Perlman. Uh, Ron Perlman plays a strong man in that movie. He's like works for the circus and he like can break chains with his hands. So he's a dumb dumb. He's just like French word. Yeah. Uh, but me sad. Um, so he he doesn't have to speak so French he's in the movie. Vin Diesel and yeah, the whole yeah, Fast right. and Furious franchise. What's the French word for family? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Vries, the wheelchair man, he is a clone in that movie. So there's like 65 of him running around in wow. this movie. And the whole premise is that like there's this organization that like kidnaps children and uses them to like be thieves oh. and like rob people and it's like a sci-fi movie and it was made in like 94 hmm. so this is a long time ago but i just like when i saw the wheelchair man and then i saw ron perlman i was like oh they know each other hey. so, these guys are french <laughs> and, <laughs> they speak english too <laughs> <laughs> and Reese, when you first are introduced to him he has a french accent yeah and then the rest of the movie he does not yeah that's all right you know. he's still feeling that he's coming off the ride of the last <laughs> yeah. one it's the it's the change in pressure from the small ship to the big ship the french accent falls away well i only play one guy in this <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean a half a guy he don't even walk <laughs> yeah when he's when he's close in that movie like each new clone gets dumber and dumber and dumber uh-huh. uh, it's fantastic so, let's practice for this one <laughs> it's not a good movie though but it's almost worth a watch just if you want to uh, see Ron Perlman as a fucking bodybuilder huge muscle man yeah. like, he really got in shape for that one and if that's a motivation for you go get him tiger there you are uh, <laughs> speaking of go get him tiger my next note after the aliens bust out is holy shit the general is hairy yeah uh, <laughs> so uh, I, my note says he's the warmest soldier in space. <laughs> he probably is the warmest soldier in space. When he hears Elton John sing that line in Rocket Man, yep. you don't you want to be in space. In fact, it's cold as hell. Yeah. He's like, what the fuck is he talking about? I've been fine this whole time. I'm sweating. <laughs> I got a tank top on. I got a man sweater on. Okay, this is what I, I grow my own clothes. <laughs> that's, that's a challenging concept. <laughs> I grow my own clothes. Um, okay, so uh, aliens have busted out, and everyone's looking for aliens now, and everyone's looking for pirates who are shooting at each other. And uh, the pirates are like, fuck this, we gotta get out of here. And they're like, what about Vries? They're like, fuck Vries, yeah. we're out of here. And then we cut to Vries, who is just rolling around. Yeah. Just having so, a good time. Yeah. I don't know. And he looks up and he sees an alien and he very slowly assembles a very elaborate gun. Yep. And he shoots it and then the acid drips down and like burns his leg and his ears and shit. But isn't that a shotgun that he's using? 
Right. It has two I, barrels. I think so, so yeah. He he sh- it's firing like it's some sort of automatic like a, weapon and he's got a little circle sight like it's a flintlock rifle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that then Joss Whedon wrote this thing, Matt. <laughs> yeah. Just remember. I forgot. <laughs> this is it's a whole style, no substance. <laughs> this is his style. I mean it was a pretty neat looking gun, but it was uh-huh. like shooting twenty two rounds. It wasn't yeah. even a shot it had a shotgun barrel. Everything about it said shotgun and it's right. just like pew pew. <laughs> I think it was interesting, though, that he does get a drip on his leg and in the acid. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, this has been established. The acid will burn right through the fucking hull of a ship. Yeah. It burns through his leg. He doesn't notice it because he's paralyzed. However, that doesn't mean your life is not compromised. Yeah. If that that hits your femoral <laughs> artery, your ass is yeah, dead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ron, Ron Perlman it, dropped a knife on his leg earlier. Yeah, and yeah. Like, Fuck you. Yeah. God <laughs> damn it. This is going to take like weeks to heal. I'm going to be all bloody all day. <laughs> you know, people are going to know where I've been because of my trail of blood from my wheelchair. Trail of blood crumbs. <laughs> although although I, I do, uh, in, in retrospect, now that I'm thinking about it, the... the Acid probably cauterizes like all of his wounds. Yeah, potentially. It's because it's chemical burn. So he he probably wouldn't bleed out and die. His legs are already like, you know, non functioning. So Mm. I don't think it would actually Mm -hmm. kill him for that to happen. So, all right, fine. I can see this one to you, Joss Whedon. There you go, Joss Whedon. (laughs) Click the little chess uh, timer. That's right. And till next time, I'm going to get you. Fucking get Uh, you. Have you guys heard the story of uh, Nelson Raymire? Raymire Hollow, our local urban legend. Of course. Mm -hmm. The the end of that story is they light him on fire and his blood puts out the fire. And like, I don't know. He's got real wet blood. (laughs) It's real wet. (laughs) People are made of water. That's it. There you go. (laughs) Which, you know, if you've ever thrown a, a little bit of water on a, a big fire, which yeah. is pretty much proportionally the same. <laughs> yeah, probably. It, dr- it just dries right up. doesn't <laughs> actually do anything. <laughs> so they imply that he's dead at this point. Also, audience, if you don't know Nelson Raymire's story, I talk about it on the Near Death Dolls podcast. I get to do an Urban Legends episode with them in like 2020, probably. So check that out. It's a good show. Uh, the uh, the Near Death Dolls podcast. Look for my name. It's in there a couple times. That's a very interesting urban legend. And yeah. I, I think it's definitely worth hearing so mm-hmm. yes I, I break it down beat for beat yeah so, you, you got my vote yeah it's go, a good time. go listen to it audience yeah so um anyway the uh so they imply that uh reese is about to get dissolved by acid because he done shot aliens right over his head yeah. gets on his ear he's really not happy about it never see it again like i feel like there's like should be a hole in his ear yeah it should be kind of gone or or at least just hanging off or yeah it shouldn't be comfy Anyway, yeah. Um, and so we we seem like they're dead, and then there's aliens trying to beat down Ripley's prison door. So what she does is she punches a hole through the side and cuts herself on the wall and like burns her way out miraculously. Like she burns some cords and she gets out. She does some weird like harkening back to the these aliens that escape from their prison by killing another alien she's like oh yeah my my blood's acid i also i i know shakespeare by the way yeah <laughs> i know i just learned how, what the word for hand was but i can i can recite all the sonnets of king lear <laughs> but, <laughs> what yeah she's uh you know she's there are a lot of plot holes with the information that number eight because all the acid it's because of all the acid yes she she is now a silicone based life form if she if you threw a bunch of tums her, she'd die <laughs> that's their weakness the whole time we didn't even know <laughs> just put them in that shotgun i fucking like a, love it there's, there's space billboards with it on there <laughs> 
Um, so then there's the escape pod scene that I mentioned earlier where uh, there's people like getting in the escape pods and alien dives in and blood just and sinew and gore and it's disgusting. So the general closes it, shoots it into space, throws a grenade in there and blows it up. And he salutes, and right after he salutes, Alien done got him. Yep. <laughs> the back of the head. Alien was like, you know what I like? Hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the pirate captain's name is Elgwyn. Mm-hmm. Stupid fuzzy from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> E-L-G-Y-N. Yep. Fucking Joss Whedon. What are you doing? Yep. Um, so then by my calculations of the three that were in the room... Uh, there should only be one left because wheelchair killed one and then he killed one. So then there's one left. Mm. Nope. Then next scene, they ask someone, how many of them are left? And he goes, 12. Yeah. Like he fucking knows. Right. And uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just taking a wild guess. Yeah. Um, so Elgwin gets it. He gets pulled down and like basically cut in half. And then Ripley's below somehow and she sticks a gun up through Elgwin and shoots the alien and kills it. And then there's a scientist guy whose name is ren mm-hmm. and uh they the the people the pirates basically have ren and they're like how many are there and he says 12 and then ripley comes out and she's like did you know i'm a killing machine and uh, <laughs> <laughs> why nota rider is like she's not human fuck this bitch she's right. gonna turn up on us she's gonna turn on us and then uh Vries shows up and everyone's like let's be friends yep. don't you don't you enjoy though like and well okay just keep in mind, the yeah, whole, yeah. I was going to say, Rider, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, the discussion that Miles just mentioned. Go ahead. Yes, it's it's uh, a bit hypocritical. Yeah, just touch. Um, and then Tuco Salamanca from Breaking Bad shows up. Oh, yes, yes. this is my favorite part. Tuco, Tuco time. He's been in it the whole time, but because he didn't talk, I didn't realize it was yeah. him. <laughs> but he, he, he's he's just like. Uh, it's off the chain. Yeah. And he's like, oh, hey, it's it. <laughs> and um, he he says, "Earth, what a shithole." Yeah. And that's, it. Uh, yeah. that's when it is revealed that Earth sucks, apparently. And then I wrote, "Matt might know why Earth sucks." Um, and I do because I live here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then the clone scene happens where Ripley goes into where it says one through seven, and. Uh, that is a scene that uh, it has stuck with me through the years. Like I think about it's that disturbing. Scene a lot. It's pretty there, disturbing. There is, there is. I would say one of the words to describe this movie is gratuitous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was disturbing to me for a different reason because three of those clones have way better asses than than Sigourney Weaver. Plus, <laughs> she got the ass from the okay, aliens. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, some couch cushions that have been laid on for a little while <laughs> yeah. look like have a better ass than I'm Sigourney talking, Weaver. I'm talking like, like, that was, like, unnecessarily. Sigourney Weaver, Sigourney <laughs> Weaver is built, like, Sigourney Weaver looks like uh, she would be, she would be accosted by a, a bunch of priests. <laughs> <laughs> You're saying that she looks like a little boy is what you're saying. That's the proportions of a 12-year-old boy. I just listened to an episode of Joe Rogan, and there's a comedian on there, and he was sincerely going, I don't know, man, an alien? Sigourney Weaver's hot, bro. And I'm like, did you see this movie? Yeah, right. Like, I don't know. She doesn't really do it for me. But hey, different strokes, different folks. Yeah, that's it. Whatever you're into. Yeah. So I mean, obviously, I don't know if he's just not attracted to femininity. (laughs) Right. Um, but I mean, I, look, Sigourney Weaver. You know, no, no shade on Sigourney Weaver as a person mm-hmm. or as a as an actor. I think she's fantastic. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying that ain't for me. I'm not looking at that. I'll take Hillard any day. Yeah. There's a reason that they made her a strong female character and not a dumb bitch. Right. So, right. yeah, you know, not that dumb bitches. There's there's places in this world for dumb bitches. Of course. Like, I'm yeah, cool yeah. with that. Yeah. But uh, it sounds misogynistic, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> uh, another a recurring theme in this is 200 years after the 100 years that took place misogyny still exists there you go Ron Perlman is a misogynist men and then misogyny will never die that's, yeah. that's what we want you to find out we want you to know it doesn't even take a whole planet of just dicks just remember yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even take a whole planet of dicks all it takes is this one guy with a bunch of scars and he's got a promising future career but right now he doesn't he's all about himself and he hates women <laughs> doesn't respect them so there they are these deformed clones in there and uh there's not a single actual normal natural woman <laughs> <That's shit>. <laughs> <laughs> i mean uh captain's uh captain's well girlfriend. yeah, yeah girlfriend has, i'd call her an exceptional female Hillard. based on her rear she has zero lines <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> zero lines she does scream but she's underwater most <laughs> i think yeah that's true i, I think joss whedon is gay <laughs> <laughs> I have no evidence to support that he's not. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong not with that. The, not at all. Not. Um, Certainly not. So, uh, of course, dying Ripley that is misshapen and weird is like, kill me. Yeah, right. oh, that, and, that's uh, so horrific. So, instead of quick shot to the head, yep. kill him, she decides to burn her alive. Is, the legs kind of do look like chicken wings a little bit. <laughs> Just flapping about in the air. This is like this is like a, an important feature of this movie. Nobody is merciful. No, no, no. mercy doesn't exist in this world. It's like. Oh, you know what? I really would like some euthanasia. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's the slowest way to die? Yeah. What if we just throw you out in space? How I'm about gonna, that? I'm going to put your feet first in a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, the motor's burning out, so I don't know if it's going to stall gonna go or real not. Slow. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Ah! Just doing what you want. I don't know why you're screaming so it's, much. It's fine. Just stop. Just turn off. Nope, nope. You wanted this. So she cooks her, and uh, then she cooks all of the other clones, and Ron Perlman's like, this must be a chick thing. Yeah. Before that, he says, what a waste of ammo. And last time I checked, when you're burning things alive, it doesn't count as ammunition. Right? Like, well, when, when gas is 350 <laughs> like it is right now, Matt, have you seen this gas price? God, imagine oh, 200 years from now. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, God. It's probably like $6 a gallon. <laughs> when Robo Biden's president in space, he's going to make gas. It's going to be $45,000. <laughs> and Ron Perlman, just does, he just doesn't pull that kind of yeah. money down. No, he just doesn't. So, <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> this is the second time he bitches about money in this movie, though, because he also like he has little, little cubes of bourbon and uh, Renota yeah. Ryder. Why is Renota Ryder, at one point in this movie, wearing boxing gloves and trying to drink expensive whiskey yeah she, there's no reason. He's like, She's bitch, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. I hate women. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> Give me that laser whiskey. I want some more of that. Yeah. <laughs> and then she intentionally knocks over his other whiskey. He's like, fucking hate women. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so it's so nuanced. Yeah, yeah I'll tell you, the subtlety. <laughs> yeah, this, this is a clearly very well-written movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> Way to go, Joss. Uh, <laughs> then we're introduced to Purvis, mm-hmm. who is one of the crew that got uh, saved, quote unquote, by mm-hmm. the pirates. Mm-hmm. Ironically, this guy's name is Purvis, and he's like pretty genuine dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pretty normal ass guy, right? He's, he's got the white knight the of the movie. Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh uh, yeah. Later on, yeah, he he's kind of he's he's. That was probably the most virtue of any character. Absolutely, in the whole yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he's in, well, he goes Hulk mode later. Yes, he does. Um, so they reveal that he has an alien still in his chest. So apparently, sometimes aliens just take a while. You don't have to be a woman. Sometimes yeah. you just needs to surprise. Needs to did, have a minute. Did Ron Perlman hate him though? Because if he did, <laughs> Ron Perlman did hate him. So yeah. I, I think that there's a little que- there's some, some gray area here. <laughs> Gender is a construct. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's exactly right. Especially that's in space. Right. It's 2021. We got to be on top of our 3031. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Wherever we are. Um, so they have a debate whether or not they should kill him or not. And he's like, please don't. And they're like, all right. And <laughs> I like being alive even for a short time. <laughs> he just keeps going, what's inside me? Yeah, exactly. For 20 minutes. <laughs> and uh, they just ignore him for a while because he's just expendable. Yeah. And then we get to, um, we'll, they go to, they go down into a shaft that's flooding with water. And Vries is like, can't ride the old scooter down there. Yeah. No more hover round. So he rides on MVP's back. <laughs> but I like the line that he says, you're ready to get wet, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> That's his pickup line when he's in like, the well, bar. Denzel Washington training ready day. Get, ready to get wet, my friend. <laughs> yep. So the, the <laughs> MVP carries him on his back. And at this moment, I had a flashback. I rented this from Hollywood Video yeah. on a videotape, and the opening of the videotape is how we made this movie, and they played all the best scenes of the movie oh, yeah. right away in the very Hooray! <laughs> Exactly what everyone is asking for. Yeah, that's what we want. And they revealed that the way they designed the aliens to swim underwater, they went with those like iguanas that swim and eat yeah. like, the, the algae off of coral. Mm-hmm. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. I think they, they based it on a real thing. And the CGI of the alien swimming wasn't really that bad. Yeah. Well, then I, I will say it does hold up pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's just because of like the abstraction of the water that creates. Like, right. That sort I of think that really is visual. the big part because that I, for me the only the only really noticeable component is the color difference. Yeah. There's there's a the contrast of when it's moving around is definitely different than when the people are moving through there. But other than that, the motion is very fluid and all that. I think basing that on an actual creature really helped. Yeah. yeah. And then like, earlier when they rolled a grenade into a ship, it was yeah. clearly CGI, but like. I think he nailed that pretty well, too. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, big departure been, from the last one. They've yes. improved on the CGI a little bit. <laughs> Over the course of, like, I, ten fucking years yeah. or whatever. They use it sparingly in this movie, which I appreciate. I think I would say, like, as a film, in terms of, like, how, how they've composed this movie, practicality and CGI have been married, like, almost perfectly. Mm-hmm. Very well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, I don't know how much of that we can thank Joss Whedon for, but right. you definitely see that in, like, the Avengers and stuff, like... Especially the newer movies, he does a really good job of, like, knowing when CGI is important and when it's not. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't think he really had much to say as far as, like, production, but I know he wrote it, and I don't, you know, I think he's got the chops. He's fucking writing Toy Story and the Avengers and shit, like, and Buffy. He's he's He's, a good writer. He's he's got some, I mean, I know we're shitting all over him on this one, but (laughs) he has definitely has some very good stuff. He's got some questionable stuff, but. Did you know how he started? 
First thing he wrote was for the television show Undressed on MTV in oh, 1994. There you really? go. Yep. The the, wow. the teenage sex drama. Yep. That was... Uh, Crown jewel of Empire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to watch it again. I remember there's a scene in that show where there's a guy who's like, oh, I have a comically large dick and it's a problem. And yeah. every time someone's like, no, you don't show it. And he would like slowly unzip his pants and then a black bar would come out uh, and it would just keep extending and extending <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what a brilliant way. Telescopic. There you go. <laughs> go down to his knees and yep. be like, oh, it's so sad. <laughs> oh, boo me. I have a giant dick. <laughs> well, I'm so sorry, sir. And uh, you get to see that not on the dick planet. Where was he in the last That's movie? exactly right. Joss yep. Whedon. If only Joss Whedon was involved. He was yeah, down below with Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> well, family. Whatever, man. I just, I'm writing this new Buffy script. Uh, my next note is how fucking long can these people hold their breath? Yeah. It takes a really, really long time. If to get you're to like me, go. and I'm sure some audience members are, you watch a movie and you hold your breath during the sure, yeah, they're holding yes. their breath. Yeah, you have that. And it is an eternity. Yeah. It's like seven minutes. Well, and deeper than that, the problem is if you've ever if you've ever watched people who like hold their breath for long periods of time, whether they're like supposed to be magicians or whatever, yeah. uh, you know, just to test the limits of their body. The main thing is the more that you engage your muscular system, the less oxygen you have mm-hmm. that you can hold on to. So they're like grabbing and pulling themselves through granted it's going to make them move a little faster than swimming but so the more they're moving around the less time they have to hold their breath so it's just being underwater that long and holding your breath is one thing but moving around like that is definitely not helping and the speed of the aliens is pretty variable yeah. depending on the drama of the yeah. moment in yeah. this scene yeah like sometimes they zip right up and get you and yep. sometimes they're like oh almost got you stop yeah, swimming yeah, so yeah, fast yeah. <laughs> Um, so, uh, how are they still holding their breath? And then, um, there's like a film over the water. And as soon as they cut through the film, they're in the middle of a face hogging nest. Whoopsie. Yeah. Oh, Whoops. fuck. Yeah. Talk about like out of the frying pan into the fire. Yeah. yeah that's the truth. Situation. I was like, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh shit. I yeah. forgot about this. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's I, an intense. That's like, this is like almost kind of the climax, like the, the rising action of the film at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, oh, it, I'll tell you how I feel about this movie at the end of it, but I have a lot of nice things to say about it. Um, And then, um, so they, Ripley gets, of all the people, Ripley gets face hugged first. Yeah. Yeah. Surprising. Yeah. Surprising move. So the superhero is underwater fighting a face hugger off and, uh, MVP manages to like throw grenades up there and kill the whole nest. And the aliens are wild about it. So at this point, I think once or twice, and it's going to happen again a little bit after this. We're we're borderline Matrix territory. Yeah, where, where <laughs> I, I totally agree. This is what I've been thinking about this whole movie. Yeah, because he when he shoots those grenades up there, he's like looking at a reflection, and so shoots the grenades and they like bounce off and then land. And it's uh, yeah, that or like uh, what the hell was that movie? Wanted. Wanted. That was yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they definitely bend bullets. Yeah, physics. Yeah, right. As we've established, an alien like. 
he's a mathematician. Yeah. He knows. Right? <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, yeah. It's, he knows parabola. God, don't, he knows Don't play pool ricochet. with that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's I mean, a pool shark. Yeah. Literally, he's a pool shark right. in the water. And he's like, I'm about to grenade the shit out of these motherfuckers. Uh, this is like eight ball in the corner pocket, bitch. That's right. <laughs> Give me another geometry, that geometry word. Yeah. Can you have another geometry word? Oh, you oh, said uh, parabola. What else you got? Oh, uh, oh, uh, no, I didn't trapezoid. think so. Trapezoid. <laughs> trapezoid apex. <laughs> Hypotenuse. Hypotenuse. There you go. That's That's right. You'll be on the next movie. Redeemed. (laughs) Redeemed. Okay. um, So uh, as they're climbing up, uh, Alien grabs MVP by the feet and they like spin around. And now the guy who has no working legs is holding the whole show down. And it kind of makes sense because if you are missing limbs, your other limbs get stronger. So he's able to hold. Is that how it works when you have a robotic chair? You know, that's a good question. I mean, like, you close your eyes to hear better, that sort of thing. But I don't know if your limbs really do that. I know I know a guy who has one functioning arm, and that arm that he has is stronger than both well, of them. It's, it's, he could punch you so hard, he would make people from Hiroshima blush. <laughs> Jesus. So that was the way I justified what happens next. Um, so the guy, the legless man, he has legs, but they don't work. Right. He is holding MVP, and MVP's got an alien on his leg, and the alien shoots him in the face with acid. Those are pop Once shot. again, it's like, what? How did you, you spit an acid now? Yeah. This would have been such an effective way to take care of every problem in every movie up to this point. You're yeah. adding, so you're doing, like, you're getting one thing that the alien lacks, which is reach. Yeah. You know, if you have a projectile as the alien, right? What the, there is no real reason for you to like go in and savagely like destroy somebody with your arms, yeah, or your dick mouth, yeah, yeah exactly, your big old dick face mouth. Like you just you just spit acid at their face, they're done. They're everybody's all fleshy and Which nasty. Ripley ripped out of one of the other ones, yeah. by the way, earlier. Right. One. <laughs> she handed it to and handed it. Like here, he wants a souvenir, as if that's not going to be covered in acid too. But we're not, you know. Yeah, we don't okay. need we to don't talk about that. Just listen to future more, episodes. Yeah, right, we'll yeah. delve more into that. <laughs> Uh. So um, it spits acid on his face, and Ron Perlman does some crazy Spider-Man shit. Yeah, I love yeah. it. I love it. He fucking puts his feet under the rungs physics yeah. of, uh, yeah, of right. the ladder, and he l- lays backwards, and he double pistols that motherfucker after twenty minutes of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a fireman's hang. They have to do that as really? part of their test. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, they have to lock their legs and hang backwards. Yeah, just we watch a just, lot of just shoot an aliens j- if they to pop shoot, up. To shoot it just in case. You know, <laughs> you never know. You never know when it's gonna start. That's it. <laughs> Joss Whedon watches a lot of firemen before. <laughs> Well, now I'm going to have to Google fireman board and see if they choose that position. The fireman's (laughs) Do it, Pearlman. Do it. (laughs) I saw you in that movie. (laughs) I saw you as a big old sweaty bodybuilder in the city of lost children. (laughs) And I want you to take your clothes off for the scene. It's the only way. Well, the alien can rip them off if you want. Whatever you, whatever makes you comfortable for continuity. I just need this. I need this. <laughs> uh, 
so we don't realize that uh, Ron Perlman is going to be one of the Spider-Men in the new Spider-Man That's movie. it, absolutely. And There's no way home now, baby. <laughs> mask is all stretched out with his giant jaw. Uh, Hellboy just shows up. That's it, yep. Um, so Ron Perlman's doing crazy Spider-Man shit, and he blows the alien up with two pistols. Yep. And while all that's going on, um, Ren is like, I can't get this glass door open. Give me a pistol. Yeah. And so Winona Ryder gives him one, and he shoots Winona Ryder, and he's like, fuck you, bitch. Yeah. And he uh, goes through the door, and he closes it like all the corporate dicks in every movie up to this yep. point. He's like, fuck you. Recurring theme. Like, they, uh, they're hitting all the marks at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a uh, dead alien body that's just hanging lifelessly from MVP's leg. By two fingers. By two <laughs> fingers. Uh, MVP's like, I can't let this happen. And he cuts himself free and drowns. Your legs work. Why can't you just <laughs> wiggle them off? <laughs> There's no reason MVP needs to die right now. <laughs> The most senseless, selfless <laughs> sacrifice. What are you doing? And why does it kill you? You just yeah. fell into the water. And he's like, kill me. Yeah, yeah, right. Me, kill me. He's like, I don't really want to be in the rest of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get out of here. So we lose the MVP who has guns akimbo at all yeah. times. He's like, you know what? Mm, I'm out. Yeah. And uh, he cuts himself free and falls. Everyone is really upset that he dies because yeah. he's the fucking MVP. Right. That dude rocks, man. He's the best part of the movie and the for that part of the if he know, doesn't come back in thirds. the next Hall- or, yeah, Halloween yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't fight he Michael Myers might, you never know he's MVP he can do whatever he, he wants he comes out yeah. of a puddle and he just starts beating the shit <laughs> falls from space and he's just like I'm back motherfucker <laughs> no if he's not in the next like fucking Prometheus movie or whatever like it's uh, a missed opportunity because yeah. we get an off screen death for the MVP I would seriously like I would actually start to love some like this movie in Alien Cubed if they yeah. were to put like if they were to start to tie that stuff into like newer installments that were just balls to the wall stupid yeah I would, <laughs> I would love it if they were just to pull in old that you thought were dead characters right there's a bunch of like I was like I, I wonder if the guy who was the captain of the first ship that had an off-screen death is mm. gonna pop up oh yeah dude, Tom Scarrett jumped in like one of the like he like opens movies. the door and he's like I got this now yeah. <laughs> awesome. hell yeah I, there's there is a, a deleted scene from alien one where uh Ripley is like down in like the trenches of the ship and she finds Dallas like cocooned mm-hmm and he's just like, and I think that was actually his moment, like the moment of the movie where he's like, kill me. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I kind of remember Im- that. Impregnated yeah. or whatever. or yeah. some, I don't know. He was yeah. something. He's in the three hour cut for sure. Yeah. Which is much longer than Yeah. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Ridley Scott really like didn't fuck around when he released the extended. Edition. Yeah. It's <laughs> like. What are you just sitting around all day? I got a, I got a lot of stuff for you to watch now. Do, do you want to watch The Hobbit? Like, there's literally a scene in it where The Hobbit like moves his legs really fast. He's like, "Yep, I'm an android." There we are. <laughs> there's no reason. Ooh, I'm, a, I'm a machine. Um, and that's where we learn that um, Winona Ryder is an automaton, and mm-hmm. she happens to pop. How? She just falls to her death into the water. Yep. She swims to safety and is fine. Yeah. And opens the door from the other side and is like, 
come on in. I'm bleeding milk. Maybe. Yeah. maybe By she, the way, I could have helped you guys the whole time, but. She might have drowned MVP so she could have more screen time. That's maybe. what it was. Yeah. Grabbed him by the dreadlocks and wrapped him around his neck and held him under there. It's like, I know you can hold your breath for eight minutes. Yeah. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I don't respirate. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. <laughs> Do this all day. <laughs> Winona Ryder is uh, a robot now, and it's like, you were real upset that <laughs> that Ripley's not a human. Right. It's, it's, it's pot, meat, kettle. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, uh, the hypocrisy is yeah. palpable. Then, yeah. <laughs> then, uh, then we got Tuco Salamanca laying out <laughs> the history of androids for the last 200 years, and yep. it turns out that she is an android that is an Auton, which is a robot designed by other robots. And he really goes to go on and he's just like, I can't believe this shit. And (laughs) is that like a thing that's in Blade Runner? Is robots designed by robots? That's actually more explored in like some of the future installment things. Kind of like with like David and Mm -hmm. within Prometheus and and Covenant. However, no, I would say in the Blade Runner universe, um, it's a little bit more straightforward in that the, the human... Human to man, like God to man relationship, kind of that allegory is is a little bit more direct. But I did kind of like that about this particular movie. This whole idea of like robots are so advanced now that they're actually designing other robots and that these like they're they're superseding us. Right. But this is like some weird undertone subtext. Like this is <laughs> this particular theme of this movie is probably the most uh, intricate kind of like s- subtle like interesting aspects mm. of this film and it's to- because it's totally glazed over. Right. And and like he does legitimately say robots didn't like to take orders from humans so they started making human robots. Yeah. Right. That's a great interesting theme that I wish was explored. That One just- sentence is all you get. Yep. That's it. It's like, Joss, come on! Yeah. Joss! <laughs> um, so, uh, Tuco is... Tuco, who makes it much further than I ever expected him to. Yeah. Uh, he's like, here's all the exposition about robots! And... Uh, Purvis is like, ooh, my chest. And they're like, we're going to shoot you. He's yep. like, I feel fine. I promise. Never, never and they believed him. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? It's just a panic attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I, I eat bad sushi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and then I wrote, uh, there are 43 minutes and eight seconds left to detonation crash formula. Mm-hmm. So, like, I never thought, like, before I started this rewatch, I didn't know there was a formula to these movies, but there absolutely is. Oh, yeah. And Joss picked it up. He was like, I just watched all three of these bitches. Always ends in a countdown. We gotta mm-hmm. have the countdown. Yep. It, it become Because Alien is such a staple of science fiction horror, very much like the first Halloween is like the slasher film of like like the grandfather of all slashers. Mm-hmm. These movies have been have been replicated and uh, and mimicked like endlessly. And at this point in like 90, what, like 94, 97, 97, my God, 97. So Alien has been like repeated like over and over and over again. So the trope has been established. And so they were just like, we have to keep this countdown trope, this, Mm -hmm. you know, explosion, this android trope, like everything that you recognize from all the films. It's an easy tension builder too. Yeah. Right, and that's like gives it its I don't know identity I suppose. Mm-hmm. Though yeah, I it, don't feel it, like it's necessary. The race against the clock is definitely just how all these movies end, and it's how a lot of movies end. But I feel like this this franchise in general does it better than most. Yeah, like it's it's always like the stakes are super high. Race against the clock, but 
I feel like that's just the whole purpose of Race Against the Clock. But anyway, right, sure, sure. Exactly. This is the longest because, like, the first movie is like 10 minutes until everybody dies. This yeah. one's like, you got 45 minutes. Yeah. Like, just, just take, take a couple yeah. breaths. Yeah, whatever you need to do. This, yeah. this countdown is about as long as, or at least almost as long as this episode is yeah <laughs> so, so if you've been sitting here just like kind of fucking around you know how long 45 minutes is there right, you go exactly so uh winona and ripley become friends and winona <laughs> she does she fucks with the guy she fucks with ren <laughs> she's like uh all aliens please report to the first yeah day. yeah and she like locks him in with aliens i don't know how he makes it further but he does um and she pulls a, a a mole off to like access things yeah and was... i was like i remember this for some reason like hmm. i always thought if i pulled my moles off it would have like wires attached to that's them. how it works it's apparently it's how it works therefore um and then ripley goes full alien uh i don't want to say the r word but right. there's a movie called tropic thunder where they say don't go yeah. full retard right and uh alien goes full or uh ripley goes full alien yes and uh just lays in a bed of aliens yes. and gets worked down in and when Oda Rider's like no like you don't give a shit you're a robot (laughs) you tried to kill this person earlier (laughs) why do you care she's like fuck this shit um so uh they then say the aliens require a human reproductive system to make more aliens. It's like, did you miss the part where there was a bunch of eggs earlier that were jumping yeah. on people's faces and stuff? I'm pretty sure that it's like the whole horror of this concept is a bastardized reproductive system that only requires your general life functions, mm-hmm. not your reproductive organs. Right, right, right? yeah. Like, Joss Whedon needs to... I don't know. It's like he just didn't pay attention to what he wrote earlier. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> like, I didn't like that part. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, it's fine. It's my movie. It could be whatever I want it to be. <laughs> so he's like, okay, now Ripley needs to be uh, important. Mm-hmm. So the queen alien is giving birth like a regular human being, and she's like, oh, yeah. like regular humans are. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> And um, so, and of course, Chucky is narrating all of this because just by the body language, you wouldn't know what's happening. No clue. So he's telling, he's narrating it, and the alien queen gives birth to a hermaphroditic uh, human alien, mm-hmm. essentially that immediately looks its mom in the face and knocks its head off. Yep, just the top part. Yeah, <laughs> just the top part of its yeah. head, and it's still just like. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then the alien looks at Ripley and is like, "Oh, my mama!" Yeah, and uh, Ripley climbs away as it makes a point to kill Chucky because the the narration is unnecessary. <laughs> right? How Shut dare you? the fuck up! Yeah. <laughs> oh, this exposition's yeah. making me angry. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then so Ren corners everybody in the cockpit and is uh, holding Winona Ryder, the person who's not a person that no one fucking cares about. Yeah, he's like, "I'm gonna kill this bitch," and they're just like, "All right, how?" And uh, eventually, Tugo puts his gun down. Ron, per- Ron Perlman puts his guns down and uh, that's when uh, Purvis is like this is my moment to shine and it's a pretty cool fucking scene he goes Hulk he gets shot like Go eight time. times <laughs> he beats the shit out of the guy and then he chest bursts through the guy's head yep beautiful fucking dope that was, was yeah, awesome that was pretty much <laughs> in that moment I was like okay this is kind of genius yeah this yeah. is taking this concept that we're very familiar with and turning it into something like <laughs> fucking insane <laughs> yeah. as soon as i saw him get up 
and and he started like writhing in pain. I was like, oh, I know where this is going. This oh. is great. And it was yeah. awesome. It was I amazing. Was full payoff. Kamikazes right in. Hell I, yeah. I, I couldn't have written it better myself. Yeah. Good job. Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Josh. Yep. Um, so uh, just to speed it along here, uh, Ripley shows up and they go, I thought you were dead. And she goes, yeah, I get that a lot. Yeah. thought that was a genius yeah. line. <laughs> and um, they go to go away and the door won't close. So um, uh, when Oda Ryder goes to make sure the door is closed and the alien shows up and he's just like, let me close that for you. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> let, me do that. Yeah. let me just, let me just put that close for you there. Yeah. And, uh, Ripley goes up to the alien is like, Hey, I'm your mom. She cuts her hand on the tooth of the alien and throws her blood against a window mm-hmm. window. All right. There's windows. Why not? Yeah. Yeah, we got to see yeah, and, just uh, back into anything. Final alien. <laughs> <laughs> no backup cams yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like a foot by a foot. <laughs> yeah, it's very small. And uh, the last alien gets sucked out. The big ship crashes on Earth and makes a nuclear explosion. Yep. It's like so much for Colorado. Yeah, it's oh, all right. Oh my god, <laughs> dude! When this this moment when the the fucking like newborn alien gets sucked through this tiny little pinhole. <laughs> This is the most disgusting fucking shit you yes. ever saw. And it is, it is, it's gratuitous. Yeah. It is a gratuitous display and it's like cruel. I yeah. think, and also, like, the, the alien is also already very unsettling to look at because its face is malformed. Like, it doesn't have a nose, but for whatever reason, it moves its upper lip like it's sniffing things. And, like, there's, so already it looks out of the ordinary because it's, it's sort of semi human. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it feels almost like empathetic because it it seems like a child. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it doesn't really know whether it's, it wants to do harm or it wants to like be nice and be right, good. Right. And it just oscillates. And that's, that's the whole interaction with like Winona Ryder. It's like, it's like stroking her face and then it's like st- sticking its hand in, his wo- in her wound and shit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like turns into this whole. <laughs> Just like, just like the fucking deformed, like lump, lump of Ripley earlier, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're like, you know what? We need to dispose of this, yeah, this yeah, being. Yeah. <laughs> How, what's the worst, most painful way we can do it? How about it gets sucked through a pinhole <laughs> in a ship? It was awesome. All of its guts get just. just I ate meatloaf with a straw once. (laughs) (laughs) It also it killed Tuco before it died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mushy said. This is when high school and elementary school they were like, you know what would happen if you were in space without a spacesuit? You'd get spaghettified. Yeah. So Joss Whedon heard that and was like, let's see what that looks like. Pretty no research whatsoever. Put that in there. Me and Matt were watching this earlier, and I was like, this is not physics. No. (laughs) If 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 when that little hole gets there and starts to depressurize the room if everything in the room is moving that much that means you got a lot of pressure and therefore the minute that that thing hits that window it's going to shatter it and it's just going to get sucked out yeah that should have been it right um funny thing about that really ugly not cute alien yeah very human like yeah when i was in elementary school Mm -hmm. 97 i'd have been six Mm -hmm. so first grade Sure. I had the action figure oh. of that alien, mm-hmm. and uh, they originally wanted it to have a dick and a vagina. Sure, and uh, the the you know the are the people that rate movies. They're like, Mm-mm, you got to take this out. Yeah. They're like, no dicks. 
It can have a vagina, but no dicks. That's fine, yeah. So I had this alien toy that had a vagina on it. <laughs> I'm walking around in the elementary school playground with this alien that is a very prom- prom- pro- prominent, prominent. Yeah. vagina yeah. on it. And not only that, but I took one of those like pen markers mm-hmm. and I like highlighted it. Well, I like went through all the just, creases. Just so, the just so that you know. Yeah, that's important. And I remember it made kids uncomfortable. <laughs> toy. And uh, I would bring it to school and that was that. So anyway, so that alien. This is just a snapshot of the 90s for you people. There you are. That's it. Spaghettification. This was, the, this was the time. This was the time. Physics yes. were all fucked up. And yeah. then they also produced toys yeah. of genitalia yeah for children for children only female genitalia because females are our property and they're sexual (laughs) objects that we can do whatever we want with but don't sell kids a dick (laughs) are you crazy (laughs) we did that in the last movie (laughs) (laughs) it's the insanity of that it's just mind-boggling yeah. so to recoup the audience or uh, to remind the audience i had the poly pocket mm-hmm. i had the dog alien <laughs> yep. and i had the hermaphrodite alien yeah. oh, I, love it. I love your collection was that is, that's, that's complete but really my mom didn't like my mom and my dad thought the other one would let me watch whatever i wanted <laughs> so they both let me watch whatever i wanted yeah, and i ended up watching alien resurrection when i was fucking six there years you old go. you don't want to be the stuffy one <laughs> yeah no. so uh make a long story short they end up on earth and and Winona Ryder's like, what happens now? And uh, number eight is just like, I don't know. I'm a stranger here, too. I have Whatever. no idea. And that's how the movie ends. Here you are. I've never been here, either. We're not going to show Earth <laughs> because we don't do that in Alien. That's it. Well, they did show it. They showed that there's green, yeah. too. There's, there's yeah. foliage. There's mm-hmm. a couple grass. Yeah. Piece of grass in there. Yeah. That's <laughs> all we know. So uh, what do you guys think? Mm. Uh, this one, this one's tough for me because I, as like I said earlier, um, <clears throat> as a as an independent science fiction movie, as kind of a wacky exploration sci-fi without the alien moniker, I do think it's kind of a fun movie. Like I said recently, I just rewatched it for the hell of it. I personally probably wouldn't keep it in my own collection, but I do think it's. I think it's worth a watch. Mm-hmm. You know, I would recommend it. If I had to recommend any other movie in the Alien franchise, it would be this one. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. I'd say keep it just for a minute 26. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm going to reveal to you guys. I fucking loved this movie. Yeah. I really had a good time with it. Yeah. I was so into it. Mm-hmm. Like when they like cut their way through the, the lair and they ended up in the nest, I was just like, oh, shit. Sure. Like, yeah, I was 100% It's a good invested. build, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not dumping this one. Yeah, absolutely. I no, didn't really I say in the last you. one that I, I'm probably going to dump the third one. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, the fourth one is great. And here we are at the end of the original quadrilogy. Yep. And uh, they uh, there are box sets of just the quadrilogy. This one is officially canon. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the later movies, like the next couple episodes you hear, are not canon. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so I'm not going to dump this one. Matt, Matt, you guys are in a show called the Kickstarter with Matt and Matt. Allegedly, That's allegedly, right. yes, sir. <laughs> can't prove it. Don't you? Don't take me to court. 
once again, can you tell the audience uh, about your show a little bit? Absolutely. So uh, Matt and I do a show where we just discuss a bunch of garbage, trying to make each other laugh and enter- <laughs> <laughs> desperately try to entertain uh, with with anything we can think of. Most of it is compiled of us saying we don't have anything to talk about, and then someone just says something ridiculous, and we build upon that until we get to the halfway mark. Then we talk about all kinds of weird news stories, whatever crazy things have been going on in the world, and isn't that easy these days? Uh, so uh, we we have a grand old time there. Uh, that's that's basically the show. It's it's garbage, but if you uh, enjoy putting garbage in the uh, 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 let's let's say in the the your ears. How about that? We'll say rather than <laughs> yeah. the holes in your face. <laughs> yeah. uh, then uh, then yeah, enjoy the show. Uh, uh, we uh, we do a live stream on Tuesdays, uh, Tuesday night, normally like around, what, 7.30, yeah, something 7:38. like that. It all depends upon when we get here and when Matt finishes eating his dinner that he refuses to eat at home, even though he lives two <laughs> seconds away from here. But I like to eat it here. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another member of the Kickstart with Matt and there Matt. Is. It's called the Kickstart with Matt and Matt and sometimes Chris. Yep, that's it. And that's right. uh, we may or may not hear Chris on one of these episodes We'll see someday. what happens. We're going to try to get him on. Yeah. Perhaps he... he he may be on the next one. Maybe I can that. think of no better time to feature another person than the Alien versus Predator. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So this is going to be great. Yeah, I think. Matt, it's... Matt Miles versus Chris because he doesn't. His name doesn't start with an F. <laughs> yes, the alliteration. That's and right, Chris. Yeah, it's, it'll be fine because it's like when you give a kid like a really old toy that's broken already with it's a like, highlighted vagina. Yeah, with a highlighted vagina, it's like that's yeah, all right. He can fuck it up. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I already highlighted the good parts of it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, alrighty. Well, until next week, audience. Uh, toodaloo.